Hello, this is Baldwin Talk Reviews. I am the imposter, aka the true Aquarian. And as always, I am with, you know, a dope group of people that are just speaking what's on their mind. We have here today e.mac hey everyone uh this is e.mac just saying good evening to everyone out there in tv land i hope you enjoy the show and art boo hello this is art boo how are y'all out there and triple j's mom Triple J's mom in the house. How's everyone doing on this gloomy weekend? I hope you all enjoyed the first two episodes of Friday. And today we do not have uh, Raven nor Mr. Man. They will be missed, but yeah, moving on from, oh my goodness, episode one was good. Episode two was even better. Like with every episode, obviously, we are going to learn more and more about what is going on. But, oh my gosh, did y'all see like the little worms crawling up Sheriff Boyd's arms? So, like, it is so giving me the vibes of, uh, what was that? Um, about the whites. It was a show about these things that were supposed to have been vampires but they had like, they shot this white stuff into people and they turned them that way. What in the world? I can't remember the name of it, but that's what it put me in the mind of. I was like, what is going on? This blood of my blood business. The strain? Yeah, that's what it was. The strain. The strain. Yeah. So was he um, turning into one of them? I mean, we saw the man that was uh, shackled up. He was just old. Yeah, but his nails that was just as long as those things, but still. He would have bit Sheriff Boy, though, if that was the case. Okay. I don't, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't think so, because if you look, if you think back on the episode, there were other people shackled, but they were dead. Like, it was just their bones. Yeah. So, I mean, because for a second... For a second, I was like, maybe they are trying to turn him into one of them, but I I didn't foresee that with him being shackled to the wall. Yes, I, I kind of thought the same thing. Um, it was a very, very interesting episode. I think that they did, um, they were trying to put um, to make him, to turn him, but maybe the ones that, that were shackled onto the wall weren't worthy enough to be with the group. I mean, you have to remember, they did say, he said that there were other things that were worse than the monsters out there. So maybe it was something else and it was... So then that brings Ugh. me to a question. Is the little boy that Victor is has been seeing, is he one of those worst things, giving false hope? He told him about the tree. Oh, you go in the tree here. You come out someplace else. And then what was his name that was shackled to the wall? Mark. Um, Mark. No, the guy that was shackled to the wall. His, his name was Mark or Melvin Martin. I so, think his name was Martin. It was Martin, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Something with the M, yeah. So Martin was like, um, he was like, yeah, so you went into a tree. Sometimes you get you can get out, but then sometimes you're trapped. And sometimes you get lost. So, um, Maybe see, that little boy is one that. of those worst things. 
Victor said that though. Victor Victor has said that to uh um what's his Ethan? He has said it to Ethan in season one. Remember, he was like, "There's a faraway tree," right? And he told him about how people get stuck and stuff. Like, yeah, so we told very him about true. It. So I have a question. Uh-huh. What happened to the girl that was with the boy? Where did she, she go? Hasn't, she hasn't appeared. She hasn't reappeared yet. She has not reappeared. But that's the thing. She went to a faraway place. Remember in season one, I don't know which episode, <laughs> where Julie and um Victor went into a faraway tree. To, you know, they were behind each other. And he went in. And they ended up in different places. That's what it was. Or did she? Going to the faraway tree, or did well, she? She said, hmm. she said that she was right behind him. Yeah, but just just like with remember with Julie and Victor, Julie went in, ended up in like that underground shed, un- that underground cellar. But that's what the cellar where um Jade was when he found that dead soldier that was crushed by the uh, that boulder. That's where Julie ended up, and then we hear Victor talking to her, but then that's when she's in there and then Victor wasn't behind while well, Victor didn't show up in the same place well maybe the voices that she was hearing was also what they, uh, the guy Martin was talking about being the worst things and those monsters that come out at night as well I don't know maybe the force swallowed her up or maybe she went through the tree and like he said along with Victor maybe she got stuck somewhere Maybe it's like an, another, I don't know, cabin with more people chained up, and now she's chained up. Well, we shall soon find out. Or that she was stuck in the chimney, or uh, uh, um, not chimney. What, what, what was that thing that he um? A well. Okay, yeah, a well. Or right, uh, yes. that's gonna that's gonna be the same as being stuck. Well, I, yeah, yeah no, that yeah, of course, it's gonna be stuck. Yeah. Well, I have a question. I, I'm well, not really a question because no one on here has an answer to it. I'm just wondering, how did he go from being inside of that room or that shed or wherever he was with the man Martin that was chained up to being outside in the wilderness? Do you think that that was all an illusion in his head? Maybe that would just could have been him. No, maybe hallucinating. Maybe it was the same way with the tree. Hold on, cause um, that's what was confused me. So he, cause I was like, hold on, did he, did he walk, crawl up some stuff, or did he just appear in the middle? No, of No, he disappeared in the middle of nowhere. He literally um went through the door, and when he went through the door, you just he's looking around. Uh, but at first, I thought he was hallucinating. Still, I thought maybe he was looking around trying to see which way to go, and, and within that uh space that he was in. But then I guess he realized that he was actually outside. So I'm not sure. I'm not, again, I I'm thinking maybe he was hallucinating. I don't know. Well, I don't. It's, I would have that to was, say that that it not it's not a hallucination. Just because one, when he looked down at his arm, he really had little stuff like underneath his skin, climbing around just like Martin had. I believe that when he went through that doorway, it was just a special doorway, and it kicked yeah. him out or spit him out, and that's that's really the how that worked out. Yeah. But that's my belief. Yeah. Yes, Courtney. Just like just just artful, just like the tree. I'm sorry, E dot May. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Hey, you didn't interrupt you. Oh no, it's all good. I was saying just like the tree, just like you were saying. It's like a special type of doorway. 
could be. Could be. Um, I'm also thinking, did Victor see those things in his arm as well? Don't know. Because if he didn't see it, then then only, only then can I say maybe he was hallucinating. So I don't know. I kind of feel like it's I kind of, I kind of feel like it's more to Victor's story than what he's leading on or what the show is showing. I can't wait to to learn more about Victor's character and his past and how he got there and stuff. So I'm really looking forward and I'm really excited about that. I'm excited to learn more about Victor as well. Um, looking at Martin, I was like, is this like his grandfather or something? Were they coming through? Because he says that it was him and his mother. So was him and his mother coming through to see maybe one of his relatives or whatever, and then they got stuck here, and they've been hiding here, or did they always live here and he just did not want to say? Mm-mm. And how did Victor? Elgin know? Yeah, Victor. And how did Elgin know what was happening? Mm-hmm. He well, he was dreaming. Uh, Elgin, when they when he appeared in episode one of season two, he awakes from a dream or nightmare, and that's when he's like, "No, we got to go turn back and stuff." So, I don't know. He has a special connection like Victor does and like um, Sarah does and Jade to that place. Has to be. Has to be. Has to be where he has has a special connection and stuff. Um, But Victor said that he'd been there for a really long time since he was a child. He told Ethan that, yeah, that's what he told Ethan. He had been there. For a really long time, so he he practically grew up there. That's what he did. Um, I th- I find it to be really cool how he has little hiding places and stuff because, like, I mean, you've been there for such a long time, you're gonna have to have places like that. And I kind of found that that was cool and stuff. And it's really interesting that um, I was when when I was sitting watching episode two of season two, I'm sitting there like, well, why didn't they stay on the bus? But then I was like, oh yeah. They could have had the, um, what's it called, the little talisman, but then they would have to cover the windows. Because I was like, the bus was would be more comfortable, I guess, I would think it would be. And if I had all the people shut up, I mean, I don't know. Like, they could have kind of stayed on the bus, in my opinion, just put the talisman up and stuff. But like, like I said, the windows and... Oh, I think if all of those passengers would have sat on the bus, honestly, they all probably would have died. Because they weren't trying to listen to what was going on. And if they, they would have seen people walk around out there at the night time, I mean, at the, at the nightfall, um, they would have all died. Yeah. Shout out to the monsters. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go on. I was going to say shout out to the monsters because they have so much more personality this season. The one that got behind the 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 steering wheel of the bus and was just playing with it like it was a toy. I thought that was really interesting. And then the two were the one that was like, yeah, you ruined everything. Like they didn't have as much personality in season one. They walked around smiling and help me, help me. But that was as far as it went. Yeah, so, it was so shout out yeah, as far as it Yep. But you know what's what's more creepy, and this is this is related to the show, and it's also related to real life. There are real monsters out here in the world that'll smile in your face, and they'll seem friendly, they'll seem nice, and that's when they'll gain your trust and get close enough, and, and then attack. That's a that's something truly scary to think about, and then <clears throat> having to see that on this show, this this person walks up on the bus, he's smiling, he looks friendly. 
He's sitting down. He's just curious about what's going on and what this new thing is. And then all of a sudden, he flicks the light on. He walks back, and he's still smiling. And he sees the couple, and it's just like, and they're like, oh, thank God. We thought we thought something, you know, we heard the screams. We weren't sure who this was. Oh, you picked a bad spot. Still smiling. Like, it's just, it makes you think about everyday life and how there are true monsters out here in the world. No, they may not come in monster form, but they're still monsters, regardless. Just, it really makes you think about that well i mean that goes back to that saying a smiling face does not always mean a friendly or a happy face so i mean and quite frankly i if i saw that guy with the smile i wouldn't have wanted to say anything to him thank nothing i'm i'm looking for a tennis club to take your head off because you are why are you smiling so hard and there's people screaming you hear the screams like i hear the screams but you're smiling why are you acting like you're two years old not two five, six years old playing the wheels on the bus go round and round and you're like, you're a grown man and you're smiling. So yeah, no, no. No, I can understand that. I can understand that 100%. Um, I, I did find it kind of weird how when the, um, see, what was that guy's name? The one who got eaten after that boy died in the house, underneath the house. I, so I found the bartender. Yes, the bartender. I found a way that he got eaten, but the father didn't. I mean, maybe it's because they, the, this monster they were on two different levels. Stand. Yeah. Okay. They were on okay. Two levels. And okay. But he was, was quieter. Yep. He was whispering to other. Yeah. And that's the reason why the bartender dude, the philosopher, the professor of philosophy died too, because that man, the one who ended up dying, because the house crushed him. That was sad. That was sad. I love that song. The beginning of the um of the show, that song. Intro. Whatever it may be, maybe. Just love it. E that make you wanna say something? Um, uh, I was just going to say that, um, the entire episode was very interesting. I was surprised that they were still on that night. Like I couldn't wait to see what the reaction to the people on the bus, like what their reactions are going to be once they actually see what happened. And we got to see that with the bus driver, like her facial expression and everything was priceless. Because you didn't believe, and now you have no choice but to believe. But I want to see everybody else's reaction. And the old lady that looked like she might be a, have been a hippie, God bless her. Yeah, yeah. Her um her reaction has me thinking like, hmm, what's up with this character? <laughs> and it's not because you know it's anything weird. It's just that everybody's reaction to what happened in the show was necessary like it was expected she was just was real chill she was making tea she was trying to keep everybody else calm she to me she didn't even look scared so i do have a, i have a question though do y'all think that the tree that they, everybody drives up to is real has anyone touched it yeah um the matthew family touched it they put ethan um teacup <laughs> put ethan his son on it and he started walking on it and that's when okay. the holes came and stuff 
because I was sitting over here thinking maybe it's something sort of like another Silent Hill. You know how at the end of Silent Hill, um, she kept driving to the bridge. It looked like it was destroyed, but as she kept driving, the whole bridge appeared. I thought maybe it was something like that, but okay. Like if they kept driving, you know, towards this thing, it would disappear. Maybe that would happen to I guess when everything they figure out who's doing that to them and they destroy destroy it. Maybe that would happen. I don't know. I, I kinda I'm still thinking that they went through some type of portal or something that brought them to that maze. Cause that's all it is to me is a maze. A maze is like a never ending maze, something they just cannot escape. And also, I wonder, were those monsters always there from when um, Victor was younger? Because yeah. you don't hear nothing about that. Because it's only Victor, and pretty much everyone else is dead. But yeah, he made drawings. He didn't see the drawings on his room in season one. <clears throat> I, I don't, re- well, I do. I guess I do recall. Like, well, how long were they there, though? Like, or where did the monsters come from? I mean, it's questions like that, you know, had me like, what's going on? So... Yeah, um, remember in season one where Boyd and Sarah found the um, the tree with all those bottles in it, and it was from the eighteen hundreds. Oh, okay, so yeah, you got to think about yeah, that. Yeah, that, that is um, true. Yeah, and the, the guy. That. Oh, I'm sorry. The guy that um, Boyd had found in um, in that room where he was shackled. He was a Marine, I believe. Yeah, he was a Marine. And he said simplify, so. So, and they, um, I would say World War II or something like that. um, I don't know. They never said that. I think they started saying that. I don't um, think it was World War II or nothing like that. I think it was further up down, you know, further up in time. Because he had had a, a, um, a Marine statue. Yeah, so it had to been like not that long ago. That's yeah, what I'm talking the, about. Even uh, and during the, the uh, uh, Arbu was talking about, they had tattoos and stuff. They did, but um, I think was because I think he said simplify. That was the thing, the the saying that he said. I am not a part of the Marines. I have no idea their sayings and stuff. But I think that's from uh, the 50s or 60s. I think. 50, 60s, or 70s. Simplify is what Marines, that's their motto. Like, that's their okay. thing between each other. Like, their call and response. Simplify, hoorah, and stuff like that. So, it's just a recognition of what arm of the military you were in. That's all that's uh, Okay, you uh, got Max, you know her. Marines have been. You know her little bit of, you know, history. Jarhead. Jarhead. That's all I'm going to okay, say. Okay, Jarhead jar- is, is, is that what it is? And okay. CIS for me. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. That's... I mean... Maybe. So, when, so, so when ha- Marines have been around for how long? Do you know E.Mac? That I don't know because I was never a Marine, so I don't know their history. Wait a minute. I know somebody that do, but so let me get... Okay. Um, yeah, the episodes keep getting better and better, y'all. Y'all need to check it out. Ugh, it's funny because Victor was like, we shouldn't trust him, talking about Elgin. But obviously, Elgin has been there before because, or something. He has some type of weird connection to this place. 
It's like everybody has a seizure. Jade has Jade had one? No. And we don't know if Victor had has had them, but Sarah had them. Ethan had them. Elgin had them. Hmm. I guess if you have a seizure while you're there, you have this weird connection to that place. But like you said, they're all connected. I can't wait for episode three, though. No. It airs next week. It's going to be so interesting. Yes, if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Um, I've gotten a couple of people starting to watch it and, and, and from the first season, and they're already telling me, wow, why didn't you tell me about this before? And, and um, if it wasn't for the reviews, I swear I would let it build up just for the suspense, because just to see the episodes end, I'm just sitting there like, oh my gosh, I want to watch another one. <laughs> because you just want to, it's, it's that good. I agree. Yes, they are, they are that good. I can't wait until next week's episode so that I can get just another p- puzzle piece. Because I'm still trying to put the whole picture. All right, so I have a question. Just until we do find out what happens or until the end of the season. <laughs> what do you... What do you guys think is actually happening? Like, what, what what do you think is going on and where everything is coming from? What are your um, theories? We did this last theories. week. Oh, we did. I don't remember. Yeah. But, but Edoc <laughs> Mac wasn't on here. I think. Edoc Mac, yeah, what I you think. Say? I think they're all dead and they are in limbo. You have to. Um, like they crashed or something. They crashed into the fallen tree and they all died. Everybody that hit the tree or everybody that saw the tree hit the tree and died. And they're all stuck in limbo. So that's what I think. Um, that, okay, the girl was looking for her girlfriend for six months. To her, it was six months. Wasn't, okay. that, wasn't um, the doctor there for over a year? I, I don't know. Maybe... It, it probably felt like that, but still, the um the girl said that they've been they reported on her for being gone for six months. Parents was looking for her. She was looking for her. Um, if that was if that was the case, if they're all in limbo, where did their bodies go? Where did the cars go? I mean, if they're in limbo, they don't know that they're dead. Right, exactly. It's about solving the puzzle and trying to get out. I'm talking about the people on the outside. Well, that was the whole point of that lady saying that they've been looking for her for six months now. So they were never found, if that's the case. If that is is what Mind you, this is a theory. Theories at, at you know at the starting point, you don't really have to have much evidence except for just the few things that are out there and the fact that they all encountered this tree. Mind you, I don't know if anybody is aware, but a group of crows is called a murder of crows, and they all of them saw this murder of crows, and then they ended up in this situation, which leads me to believe that they're all suffering from the same thing. They died and don't know it, and he's. So we don't know if they've seen the crows, all of them. We all we we only know they saw the tree. 
Like, I think, I'm trying to remember season one, I think someone else, other than Matthew's family, said it. Like, oh, you saw the, that, you know, they saw the tree, but I, you don't hear them talk about the crows like that. You don't. And did the bus, did the people on the bus see the crows? I thought they just saw the tree and that was it. I wonder if it's assimilation. Like, they've, I don't know, with drugs or something. Like, they all came from the same location and they did. They end- They're from different places, Nicole. Well, I mean, all right, so Jay's mom. that, um, <laughs> that, um, that bus came from a certain place, and they all seemed like they were all coming from, like maybe they stopped at at a, at the same rest stop, passing by or whatever. No, they all most of them came from different places. You see them like what was it? The Matthews. That's the family that we see driving. They didn't stop in the rest stop. They were on the highway, and then all of a sudden, cars started to disappear, and then boom, there's a tree. In the middle of the road. Okay, well. But we want you guys to watch the episode. Keep it with the season. It's a good thing. Yes, we all would love to binge watch the TV show. But sometimes that ain't fun. I mean, you know, we watch it now. And then later after every episode is aired, then we watch it. Like a movie. This has been Baldwin Talk Reviews. I am the imposter, aka the true Aquarian. I'm E.Mac, and I approve this message you need to watch from season two, episode two. This is Triple J's mom. Yes, please come and watch this show starting if you haven't seen it, start from the first season all the way up until the second episode of season two. This is a must. This is Art Boom. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a good Sunday, and I hope you have a good week um, weekday as well. And Kesara Sara, goodbye. What will be will be.